We are Allie and Erica, certified integrative nutrition health coaches in gut and hormone health and the hosts of the podcast, Courageous Wellness. We are committed to destigmatizing conversations in the wellness space and celebrate the experiences and lessons of our guests in pursuit of physical, emotional, and spiritual wellness. Listen to Courageous Wellness wherever you get your podcasts with fresh episodes every Wednesday. Talking about chicken a la king, mango and garbanzo tabbouleh, real potatoes and vegetables with roasted garlic and basil, zucchini ziti, granola fruit bar. Look at all this beautiful food. Hi guys, welcome to Green Eggs and Dan. All right, confessional up top. We had some audio issues while recording this episode. It's all on me. I messed up. Betsy sounds amazing. I just sound slightly more annoying than I normally do. But we were able to clean it up a bit and the episode is so much fun. So I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. My guest today is a comedian, actor, and podcaster. You know her from Disjointed, Duncanville, Hubie Halloween, or where we met on the set of Bajor. Jillian Dollar Properties, or maybe you know her from one of her podcasts, We Love Trash and A Funny Feeling. Plus, she stars alongside Mary Holland in the new movie, Golden Arm. Please welcome my good friend, Betsy Sidaro. Woo! Thank you. That was a really well done intro. You killed it. Yeah, you nailed it. Well, I hate when I go on someone's show and they're like, welcome. uh, This guy did community theater in Great Neck, New York. How'd you know that? First of all, (laughs) First of all, awesome. But second of all, I've had other credits since then. Yeah, I've done some other stuff. I've done some other stuff. You, uh, I'm so happy to have you on because I think you're one of the funniest people I've ever met and worked with. Oh. It's actually a real, I, I always love and dread working with you because I know I'm just going <laughs> to break every second. We had so much fun on Bajillion. <laughs> there's, there's so much like unusable footage whenever I work with you because... I, I can't control myself. Oh man, you're the you're the best. I feel we yeah we always just have a blast. We have a blast, but guess what? What? We're not here to talk about your acting prowess. No one cares about you as an actor on this show. Uh uh-uh. uh. All, all we care about is what is in your fridge. I'm going to share the screen now. You guys can see <laughs> Betsy's fridge yeah. on my Instagram at StandUpDan. It's beautiful. And beautiful fridge. Yeah, it's not a bad fridge. I feel like you were talking shit about your fridge before we started. It's not bad at all. I'm getting a lot. There's, It's very pickle heavy. There's pickles on a lot of different areas. Just yes. in, there's pickles in the door. There's pickles over here. It's like. We're big pickle heads in this household. I live yeah. with my friend Gilly and we both love pickles we also love to do pickle backs so yeah we use the juice to chase whiskey or whatever it's great you know pickles are it's funny you say that your roommate gilly because gillian jacobs was on this show and she hates pickles more than anything really yes that blows my mind because they are so delicious wait Hold on, I'm messing this up. It wasn't it wasn't Gillian Jacobs. Man, I'm like confusing my guests now. It was Lauren Lapkus. That's who it was. Yes. Oh yeah. Lauren has like uh I feel tasted it like has eaten a pickle once or something. If <laughs> even. Like I remember she was like, I've never had a pickle, and that blew my mind. What is wrong with people? I don't know. Oh, the mono. Doesn't like pickles either, but he's he's more really? like I'll have them in stuff, but like they cannot be too much of the star. Wow, I'm surprised because Mono is Greek and the Greeks are a pickle people. And you know what? He's not a big olive fan either. So you know I that? think he's a fucking liar, and he's not <laughs> Greek at all. He's a fake ass Greek. <laughs> he's a fake ass <laughs> Greek man. He's just, he's just doing it for, to get all the diversity hired and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird country to have chosen for the diversity hire. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. And then you've got this. Uh, I've seen this in a bunch of fridges. The truffle. <gasps> what is it? What is this again? This is like truffle hot sauce. That's and right. it's awesome. I mean, really? once you have to be into truffle. Yeah. Another another thing. I don't I don't trust people who are not into truffles. That's good. Yeah. 
you cannot trust them. And you know what? Mono's not. <laughs> Once again, Mono, because this was actually his, and then he's like, I don't like it. It's rules, Whoa. though. It's like, it's, yeah, truffle hot sauce. I highly recommend putting it in, like, ramen. Ooh. Or, like, I also just dunk chips in it. <laughs> like, most of the stuff, like, I also dump dunk chips in it. It's really good. <laughs> but, yeah, like... Uh, uh, I had some leftover ramen and I was like, I'm going to truffle it up and it ruled. I like that it always ends with, or you can just have it with chips. Like, or you yeah, that's a, it's a Pinot Noir I have. It goes well with uh, gamey flavors, lamb, duck, but also <laughs> just chips, really. But also just chips. Honestly, any chips. Potato, corn, whatever chips, it's going to rule. It's going to be so good. <laughs> can I tell you why I've been a little apprehensive of having this truffle hot sauce? Because yes. I see it in a lot of people's fridges, and it looks too, like, I'm always wary of, like, kind of hipster, hip, kind of jazzy labels. Right. And this seems like they hired, like a, like, a, like, a design firm to make the label, and I'm always a little wary of that. And that, that's absolutely fair enough. Because this, it feels like I can only get it at a fancy... They yes. call it a market, but it's like nobody does their grocery shopping here. Or you do see like one lady in a fur coat being like, this is where I grocery shop. It's like, no way, lady. But okay. Not a market. That is a marché. <laughs> yes. yes. It is a marché. A marché. Sure. <laughs> but it's good. I recommend it if you like truffle and hot, hot sauce. Like they seem like the type of company that I can hit them up on Instagram and they'll be like, post about us and we'll give you a box of it. Oh my God. Let's do it. Let's see if they do that. A hundred percent they will. That would be awesome. And then behind that, we have what I like to call the Museum of <laughs> Kerrygold. You have... <laughs> You have two a, a double decker Kerrygold. The ones in the in the little I don't know what what do you call these things? Like the just little like little baskets, uh, the plastic baskets. Yeah, little bit little bins. What is that called? A little plastic bowl. And then you got the other one here, the ugly stepchild, which is in the OG kind of butter. So what what what's going on? Dude. Did you forget you had butter, and then you got more butter, and then you forgot you had it? Yes, that happens almost all the time with butter because yeah. this past grocery. Order. I also got mac and cheese, and instead of using milk, I just like using butter. And so I was really? like, "Well, just in case, I'm gonna get more butter." And then I open. I and I was, you know, feet away from my fridge, and like, "Do we have butter?" And I'll just add it. And then I put my groceries away. It's like we do have butter. Well, we have more. Uh, so it is just kind of a slowly just always adding on. I'm like, remember, we have butter. I mean, the door, the, the little door here won't even close. <laughs> no, no. Like, the door to the section is like, <laughs> it looks like a, like a trunk of a car when you have like a bed in it. Yep. 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 You're like, I guess just drive slow or else we're losing the whole bed on the highway. <laughs> All right, let's go into the main part of the fridge. Yeah. So the top top row seems like where we have the booze in the back, hidden in the back. You don't yes. want it at arm's length because it's going to be too tempting to go for. So you put it all the way in the back. All the way in the back. We have a big thing of Bailey's from St. Patrick's Day, and it was the only size I could order. Uh-huh. And it's like, I just want to do car bombs one day out of the year, and now I have a big old bottle of Bailey's. You know, it's funny because every St. Patty's, I like to have Jameson and Guinness. Yeah. I love the two of those as a combination. I think they're great. I didn't do it this year, though, because it was like, you know, yeah. I, what am I going to just like do it alone in my house? <laughs> right. Right. I wasn't fully vaxxed yet, but I mean, next St. Patty's, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to go. Do you do car bombs? Are you a car bomb person? Yeah. I love them. Yeah. <laughs> they're so, they're great. When my very first drink when I turned 21 was a car bomb, but a janky one in Vegas because they're like, what do you want? And I was like, I'll, I'll just give me the fixins. So they totally gave me like a big thing of Jameson, a big thing of Bailey's, and like a Guinness. And I was just like, okay, I'll just kind of slowly mix and just chug. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That sounds awful. Yes, yeah, it's, it's like, nasty. Because there's, there's an alchemy that goes into it that you really need to get 
all the ratios need to be right and they need to drop at the yes. at the exact time and you have to consume it at the exact time. Right. This is not a measure and pour and, and slowly pour it into the beer. Thing. Not at all. That was in high school. We had heard about car bombs and we're like, let's make them. But we didn't understand the bomb part right. where you drop it in and chug it. And we were, yeah. I remember we were watching The Simpsons in my friend Andy's basement and we like, we poured a Guinness and then poured some Baileys in and some whiskey. We were just like kind of chilling, drinking it. And like, we, uh, I like, I like, down, I was like, yeah, isn't this nice? I was like, mine's <laughs> getting chunky, dude. And we just kind of all kept kind of just like chewing through it. And it was so gross. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love, I love Irish columns just because it was like back in the day when you could, have the, our, our little non-woke names for things like Irish car bombs or calling beer punk Beirut. Yes. <laughs> right. Where it's just like, like, well, also, why? Where'd that come from? <laughs> I mean, it was a fun name. I'm sure there needs there's an updated name that we don't know about. I bet. And you know what? I'm not looking for it. <laughs> yeah, car bombs are there. Car bombs forever, man. <laughs> yeah, man, car bombs. <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Now, I'm assuming from the back row of wines and the cap on this guy that these are, you've got uh, like a, like a, like a soda can cap on it. Right. It's it's probably a fancy natural wine. Yes. These are natural wines from, oh my God, this really rad, uh, oh man, I can't remember the name of it, but I ordered, oh my God, I feel so bad because they rule and uh, I've ordered uh, some wines and they've sent me some wines. Um, oh, uh, they—they're really great. Oh, their their promotions of sending you free wines has gone really far because you <laughs> forgot the name. Shush, 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 <laughs> shush. I got, I'll I'll find the name right now. I'm finding uh, it out right now. Yeah, I'll find it. Uh, I want to I want to give them their props. <laughs> we can get to it later. Yes, okay. I'll I'll find out for sure. The they they love horror movies, and uh-huh. so that wine, the white wine in the back is like a bubbly white wine uh, uh, based, uh, inspired by the movie Midsummer. (laughs) So it's called like a Mayday. Yeah, it's cool. And so they, they have a bunch of wines that are inspired by like spooky stuff. I love that. Yeah. And they're really good and chilled. Like they really recommend chilling even the red wines. Uh, yeah, and then it tastes like what you think as a kid wine tastes like. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, it's just kind of like, juicy. Oh. It tastes like juice a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like they, someone should make natural wine out of a juice box. That would sell like gangbusters. Dude, that would be a hit. <laughs> oh my god, that would be a hit. So, um, yeah, just Google Northern California <laughs> wine, and I'm sure it's one of those places. It's got to be one from. of those places. I feel so bad. <laughs> I've, like, ordered from them and everything. I think it starts with an M. <laughs> yeah, just that Northern help? California wine, and then just type the letter M, and I'm sure. Oh, Method Sauvage. <laughs> Method Sauvage. Mano just texted me. Method Sauvage. I love it. Yeah, okay, Method, Method Sauvage. Sauvage. You rule. I knew it started with an M. <laughs> uh, the poor Method Savage people were just sweating the whole time yeah, listening to this. Like, God, it, come on. Yeah. <laughs> well, you see, I've had too much of it. I can't even remember what it is. Isn't that cool? <laughs> it's that Savage. Isn't that awesome? Now, you've got your, your sausage hot dogs here. Dude. Yes, I'm a big sausage head. In the crisper. <laughs> yeah. Are these, where do you get your sausages from? Are they fancy sausage or basic sausage or something in the middle? Are they Trader Joe's? They're not Trader Joe's. Um, What are they? They're, I order from yummy.com. I've been oh, okay. for the whole pandemic. And, oh, I think they're like Applegate maybe or something okay. like that. 
Uh, I love, I love a sausage that all you have to do is heat it up. Okay, so you like the ones that are pre-cooked. Yes. And you just like, you throw that, throw that puppy in the toaster and then it's, it'll be ready right away. Slam it down, smoosh it into the toaster and it is ready. I, I'm total, I'm not really a cook, like that's kind of the uh, most cooking I do is like, okay, heating up something that's already been cooked. But don't, I love a sausage that somebody else cooks on a grill. Like from, from raw. From, from raw, raw yes, yes, yes. But I don't trust myself right. <laughs> to do that from raw to cook. From raw to cook. It's gonna, yeah, the Betsy Sidara cookbook <laughs> is going to be called From Cooked to Cook. From Cooked to <laughs> Cook. There's so many ways to do it, you guys. There's so many ways. But I'm a bit, I am a huge sausage head. Uh, they have really, yeah. the same brand has really good meatballs that it's the same thing. They're cook to already cook. Already done. Already, already done. Cooked. Just heat them up and, you, and then you take all the credit for, for heating it. And then, yeah, and because I will, like, I'll heat up those meatballs or sausage. I'll put them in a wrap or something, and I'll be like, oh, my God, I'm really good at cooking. (laughs) I fucking nailed it, man. Because you are like a cook cook. I do love to cook. Yeah. It's my favorite thing. That's awesome. But there's definitely times when I'm like, I just want to reheat someone else's shit. Dude, like, I've got a bunch of, here's what I've got. I've got like Trader Joe's, like their TV dinners. Yeah. Their microwavable dinners are they have a fish curry one that is fucking amazing. If I put, if you serve, if you serve this to me in like a nice restaurant, I'd be like, I'm coming back to this establishment. <gasps> Holy this shit, great. dude! Trader Joe's frozen stuff is so good. It's insanely good. I definitely, I go hard on that. The produce is a is a little rough. I've gotten yeah. I've gotten pairs where like literally on the drive home. They've turned brown. It's like, what the fuck, man? How did that happen? <laughs> like, yeah, and, and all their things are, like, packed real tight with, like, the plastic wrap. Like, things that don't need to be. It'll be, like, bananas that are, like, you know, wrapped in, in plastic wrap. They look like they're, like, from Dexter. Like, yes. just, like, like, let these fuckers. And then that's why you, like, you finally let them breathe. Oh. And they just take in all the oxygen and go bad right away. And just blow up right away yeah <laughs> from dexter yeah look all in all this is a great fridge i'm, I'm very impressed with it however yeah. there's something that i noticed Uh-oh. that i didn't notice before <gasps> oh my god which is what is happening over here oh the <laughs> corner of the door is completely ripped off you've got like the the seal has right like, seals your fridge has been broken and it's just like Laying down on the Kerrygold Museum area. Right, right. You know, I don't know when that happened. Uh, (laughs) This is, I think, I've lived in this house for 10 years. uh, And I think this is the second fridge we've had in it. Because our other one, like, completely just stopped working. Um, Yeah. I don't know. You know, I was, we were probably just so excited for some food that we just ripped the shit out of the door. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. I don't know what's happening there. Yeah, that was definitely a drunken something or other. Yeah, probably, probably. Probably. That's a, that's probably. a safe bet. It is a very safe bet. So tell me, like, what is your? Are you like a big restaurant person? Is that a is that a thing for you or not really? Yes, I love, I love going out to dinner out to lunch. I love like when your night is just a huge dinner, you know, yes. where you're like, okay, we're going to be here for like four hours. This is our night. You know, yes. I love that so much. Yeah, absolutely. I, it's, I'm going to like a bachelor party and it's like everyone's in their late thirties and early forties. And it's like, here's, here's our things, for, our events to do. It's like so different from like bachelor parties in our twenties. This is like, all right, guys, we're just going to wake up whenever we want. We're going to go to the pool, and then we're going to go to dinner at God, 8 o'clock. What a and that's dream. everything. I know. I'm like, that sounds amazing. I did. I went. I, um, this is a couple years ago, went to a friend's bachelorette party. Um, uh, one of our friend's parents owns a house in Morrow Bay, so it was mm-hmm. there. And then, like, our Saturday night, 
a private chef came. Oh, yeah. And we had just a bunch. We did like wine tasting. And then this incredible chef just kept giving us food. It was, and that was like the, I was just like, wait, I didn't know you could do this at a bachelorette party. And then the chef <laughs> took his clothes off and was yes. a stripper. <laughs> It was a, it was a, it was such a long, it was a long game stripper move. It was a very like committed the whole time, and then all of a sudden he's hoisting me up, his face is between my legs, throwing me around. You realized the whole time he was just reheating cooked foods. Yes, it was all just Trader Joe's frozen stuff, and it was great though. <laughs> We did one time. I was at a bachelorette party where we got a, a, a stripper to come, and. Uh-huh. We had asked him, like, hey, be a pizza boy. (laughs) And he shows up. He shows up with a baseball hat on, a T-shirt, and just the tiniest, like, $5 to go Little Caesars pizza box. Oh, my God. And, like, I was the only one who opened the door because I knew he was. I was like, okay. uh, And I opened it. He's like, did you order some pizza? And I was like, save it. Save it for, like, in there. Save it for it there. And just like came wheeling in the biggest speaker. Uh, it was just like, hey, does anybody want some pizza? And then like quit trying to be a pizza boy. And the whole time the bride to be was like, ooh, I would love some pizza with sausage. Like, and he was like trying to set up as quickly as possible. And the whole time everybody was like trying to be like, yeah, pizza. Hope it's thick crust. You know, like, <laughs> just. Ah. <laughs> it was wild. And then he dropped the bride to be from high up. Oh my like, God. She was on his shoulders to tile floor early on in the day, in the, in his, in the, the bit. And we all just like stopped and she started laughing and we were all just like, yes, okay, <laughs> she's okay. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, pizza boy. Pizza she's boy. She's in a wheelchair now, though. She's in a wheelchair, but she's, you she's know, fine. She's, she's fine. A, she's a trooper. She had a great time. Had a great time. Great time. <laughs> I'm going to ask you the questions now that I ask every single guest on the podcast. Yes. And and there's no rush here. This is no rapid fire. It's more of a slow simmer. Great. Is a, a better way to describe okay. it. Okay. Starting with what is your earliest food memory? Earliest food memory. I feel like macaroni and cheese and hot dogs. <laughs> that sounds like, and that's exactly what you still love. I still love all of that. Oh my, oh my God. I'm going to make macaroni and cheese and put those sausages in it. <gasps> Hell yeah. How come I never thought of that until now? <sighs> you know, because I feel like people's first food memory is either, either something that they, that they still really love or something that they can't stand and they hate. And you're in the love category. I'm in the love category. I will say though, I hate ham Hawaiian. Oh, like the like the pineapple and with ham and on rice. Yeah. Oh, on rice. Interesting. I don't think I've ever had that. My my dad used to make it, and it bummed me out so much. I hate yeah. pineapple. Like pineapple is so gross to me. I've only had pineapple in like a savory form in one way that I've liked, which was like a pizza at at Moza. Where they, it's like, it'll have all the, the, it's the pizza with the tomato and like some piggy, whatever, like a prosciutto or whatever. And then they really thinly slice the pineapple on top, almost like it's like prosciutto thin, like you could see through it. And that's so much better because it's like a little more of like. Just a tiny hint. Yeah, it's like having that big crunch of pineapple is too much. And like pineapple is stringy. Yeah. And gro- like the texture grosses me out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I'm not, I would, I think I would try it on that. Like you sold me with that. Yeah. Like the thin, maybe just a little hint of something yeah. sweet. But once it's big and chunky, get out of here. I bet at the Marche, they sell pre-sliced pineapple. Very thin pineapple for <laughs> your very uh, uh, rich tastes. Uh <laughs> The marche. <laughs> so, so you were saying you don't like to use milk in your mac and cheese. You you go all butter. I go all butter, and that Tell just me. that just came from college. Just kind of being poor and like, oh my god, we don't have milk. I think we could just add more butter, and it is 
awesome. That's amazing. It's really that good. I highly really recommend negative. it. And just kind of eye it. You know, you just kind of eye it, but just <laughs> slam some butter in there. It's so good. So I'm going to give a fancy name to that, which <gasps> is the Robuchon mac and cheese. The reason why it's, it's that fancy name is because there's this chef, Joel Robuchon, <gasps> who's probably one of the most famous chefs in the world. And he had a couple of like a handful of three-star Michelin restaurants. Oh my God. And he was very famous for his Joel Robuchon mashed potatoes. And he only used butter and he would, his ratio was 50-50 butter and potatoes. Oh, I got, I just got chills, dude. That sounds so good. I know. It's, it's amazing. Cause it's like just super velvety uh-huh. and I bet it works well with Velveeta <gasps> as well. Ooh, la, la. Mm. Yes, it does. So what? Look at you. You're a fancy chef. You weren't being a oh cheap college student. You were being a fancy chef with your Robuchon. I'm just a Michelin star. <laughs> Where are some of his restaurants? So he's got uh, there's in Paris, in Lyon, oh. uh, in New York, in Vegas, like oh, all over. Shit. I think he's. Dead. Oh, but his recipes live on, and they've evolved into mac and cheese as well. Dude, dude, <laughs> you're, keeping, you're keeping his memory alive. <laughs> yes, you're welcome, sir. <laughs> I mean, butter is the absolute best. I remember, like, when you go to Benihana or something, and you're mm-hmm. like, man, whenever I make try to make fried rice, it's okay. And then you see them just scoop the biggest scoop of butter, and you're like, oh, fuck. That's why it's good. Wait a second. There's a lot to unpack here. <laughs> the fact that Benihana is your gold standard of fried rice is the funniest shit I've ever heard, Betsy. I mean, it's really good fried rice, and they make it right there in front of you. They make it into a heart. It beats. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> There's a volcano. There's a fun onion volcano. Oh, my God. They'll throw a (laughs) shrimp in your mouth. It's great. You know, it's funny. I'm like, the older I I used to, when I was in my super pretentious foodie stage, I always poo-pooed on restaurants that were like theater. And now, like, the older I get, the more, like, I kind of appreciate that stuff. Because I'm like, yes, why shouldn't it be, like, a fanfare fun, like, like there, you know that Salt Bay guy, the guy who does the salt stuff? Yes, yeah. Like, I can't stop watching him on Instagram. I'm just like, yes, he's just like, I feel like he just, he unabashedly was like, I'm going to just turn my restaurants into a performance space. And it's great. And I love, it's like, yes, maybe the food's going to be, you know, slightly less good as the fancy place that they don't do that. But you know what? You leave like excited with a story to talk about. And it's, I don't know, there's something, there's there's something to be said about it. Or like medieval times, for example. Oh my God. Yeah. I've never been. I bet it's the most fun thing ever. We, okay. When we're all safe and sound, let's go. It rules. Oh my God. It's so much fun. You, they don't give you utensils. (laughs) Like, and it is, the food is okay but man like you're watching people joust and fight each other and you're like cheering for the green knight it is uh and they sell really tall beers it is so much fun i bet and the pirate show too there's a pirate show right across the street yeah this is me i'm transitioning from fancy dan to just fanfare dan (laughs) i just want fanfare fanfare dan is fun it's fun fanfare (laughs) is fun fancy's fun too but man when there's a show, growing up, I lived, I, I grew up in Colorado, and we would go to Casa Bonita a bunch, uh-huh. okay. uh, which is this um, Mexican restaurant, but it is more of a show, because, like, the food is awful, and you have to buy food in order to get in. Like, okay. you stand in line to get your tray of food, <laughs> like, right. to get in, and then they see you, but there's, like, a waterfall in a pool in the middle of the restaurant and they have yeah. shows with like cliff divers and then they have like an arcade. It's just a big party. There's a really fun South Park episode about it. Oh, uh, fun. And I, I remember a lot of friends being like, wait, that place is real. It's real. It's great. The food is awful, but the atmosphere, you're, it's so much fun. By the way, speaking of fanfare and restaurants, I just remembered that we ran into each other in Tokyo. yes. Yes, I was thinking about to- that today of like, oh yeah, we and we had like unbelievable sushi. Yeah, we went to one of the conveyor belt sushi places together, I think. And it was so good. We did. It was, I think, New Year's Day. And we were yeah. always kind of like, oh my God, what are we doing? And you're like, I know a good place. 
And it was so incredible. That is so funny. I totally forgot that we hung out in Tokyo. Isn't that wild? We absolutely did. <laughs> that is so random. Isn't that so nuts? That's great. It's I mean, so yeah, good. that's like something we'll have forever. Right. Like it's it's always it's so wild to be somewhere so far away and run into someone. Crazy. Yeah, because you're used to seeing them, especially someone like our relationship. I feel like the context that we have for our relationship is so small. It's like we're either going to be at UCB or shooting on something right. or on a podcast. Right. Yeah. Right. And then we were like in Shibuya together. <laughs> it was so cool. I love it. It was awesome. I, we went to Greece um, two summers ago, 2019. And as we were waiting for our ferry to Santorini, I heard someone go, Betsy? And I turn around, and it was my friend who was a writer on Disjointed. And I was just like, wait, what the fuck is going on? And she's like, yeah, we're like, we're going to Santorini now. And it was just so, so funny, so wild that uh, that can happen. You know, the, the, it could go wrong, though, where you see someone in a new place where, you know, they're an acquaintance. And then it's like, okay, we have to hang out. And then you're like, oh, fuck, now I got to hang out with this person. Right. That's always... Uh, that's all yeah that's always a weird like uh, what do we do i know i want to be like well i don't think we would ever hang out and we live a mile away from each other but now we have to hang out but, yeah right. in a foreign co- okay man whatever right. i feel sometimes that might be the best of like whoa we never knew but then yes. i could also see it being like get out of here i don't want to spend my time with you in this incredible place <laughs> Yes. I think that's why you like set boundaries of like, let's get a drink and then you see if it's fun. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But we had fun in in Tokyo. We We had a blast. So cool. Back to Betsy in one second. But first, let's talk about the humble mac and cheese. It has a very interesting history that is as old as our country itself. The US President Thomas Jefferson and James Hemings, his enslaved chef, encountered macaroni in Paris and brought the recipe back to Monticello, along with tons of Parmesan cheese from Italy. TJ loved it so much that he'd make Hemings serve it at state dinners. But enough about TJ. Who is this James Hemings character? He's actually Sally Hemings' older brother, and Jefferson brought him to Paris to train as a chef when he was 19, something few Americans, let alone slaves, ever did. He then brought Hemings to Philadelphia with him, and before returning to Virginia, Hemings asked to be freed as a slave. Jefferson guaranteed him his freedom if he would teach another slave how to cook, which is exactly what he did. He used his cooking skills to gain his freedom. So next time you're eating a satisfying bowl of mac and cheese with someone, spread the story of the amazing human who made it all possible, James Hemings. Okay, let's get back to Betsy. Okay, I'm going to set up a scenario here. Oh my God, okay. You go to Benihana. Yes. You're excited. Yes. And they're making the fried rice, but then they tell you, actually, we have a surprise for you tonight. (gasps) Tonight we're making Hawaiian fried rice with ham and pineapples. You lose your shit. I would flip that table over. You flip the table. You murder the chef. And now (laughs) you're on death row. What is your death row meal? Okay. I love this question. I think about it often. Uh... Often, I think about it all the time. Uh, like death row meal. So, do we get like entree or like appetizer, entree, dessert, and a drink? And can my dessert be essentially another appetizer? I'm not a big sweets head. Absolutely. Okay. This is your last meal. We're gonna go all out for you at the prison. Oh my! I, I am a little God. worried that you think about this often. Once when when it comes out that you were a serial killer this whole time, we'll be like this. <laughs> All the clues were there. Yeah, she constantly talked about her death row meal and her murder hotel that she's been building. Weird. (laughs) Um, Okay, this is so hard. It's such a good question. It's so hard. Um, Okay, well, for for uh, for um, my drink, I would have an ice cold. Uh, Dale's Pale Ale. Oh. Just a really good Colorado beer. Yeah. That is just refreshing. Mm, so good. That's okay. A, you know, I haven't had Dale's in a long time, and they're always, like, such a crowd pleaser. Right? They're I, I love them. And they, like, 
I feel it was only a couple of years ago that they started uh, uh, being in available in uh, California to buy, not at yeah. a bar. And that right. was just a game changer. Because every time I go home to Colorado, I'd be like, okay, we got to get a bunch of Dales so I can just have it now. Um, so that would be, yeah, that would be my drink. Okay. Okay. Oh, my God. So, I'm so, so now it's, okay. I think appetizer, I'm going to do, I think, chicken wings. Okay. Like, maybe ye rustic chicken wings, because those are oh, so good. Those are supposed to be, the, like, the best ones in L.A., and I've never had them. Dude, they're really good. Really? What yeah. makes them so good? Do they have a good crunch to them? Yeah, they have a good crunch, and, like, and, because you can also, you can get them dry or saucy. Um, okay. And the sauce is really good. Mm. The ranch is good, and they're they're big, which is always a plus. Like Love it's always that. such a bummer where they're like, "Here's your six wings," and it's like, "That's uh uh-uh. uh, those are like when your pencil gets so short you can't fucking yeah. sharpen it anymore. That's not allowed." You killed like chick abortions, <laughs> and now you're serving me parts of them. Yeah, I don't want that. I want like I want a wing, dude. Yeah, uh, I want a chicken pumped full of bad stuff. Wing, um, <laughs> yeah. So I'll do, yeah, I'll do ye rustic wings with a bunch of ranch because, oh man, I love ranch. Wait, you get it with ranch? You don't get it with the blue cheese sauce? I I will get both, but I prefer I'll do a couple of blue cheese dunks, but then it's ranch all the way. Interesting. Yeah. Are you a blue cheese wow. head? I love blue cheese. Okay. When it comes to yeah, yeah. I actually made buffalo wings and made my own little blue cheese sauce with creme fraiche and act- and like good blue cheese and it was to die for dude my mouth is watering (laughs) oh my god Ooh, that's so cool i could see ranch being that's one of the i'm not a huge ranch guy but i could see it being great in that context oh yeah i'm and i'm a giant ranch person like i'll i'll dunk Though I've discovered like the one thing that doesn't work in ranch is a corn dog. Huh. It just tastes weird. Interesting. And I don't I know why. I think that would work too. You would think, right? What yeah. the hell is ranch dressing? What when you when you break it down into its <laughs> I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> I I have no clue. I've also never really it's, thought about it. This is blowing my mind. <laughs> like, it's just dressing that comes from the ranch. It's just That's what it yes, is. Exactly. There's a river of it. That flows through the middle of this ranch, and we love it, right? That's it. Easy. Oh, Um, Oh my God. Okay. So now, entree. This is tough. I know what my dessert is going to be. Should I go with dessert? Hey, if you want to start there and work your way back, that's fine, too. Okay, my dessert will be dim sum. Just a variety of dim sum. We're talking like pork buns. Uh, just everything, all Shumais. dim sum. Yes, I love dim sum. Yes, I do too. And I put dim sum in a similar category of the fanfare restaurant with the cart yes. coming over. It's always a surprise. Yes, yes. Like, that's it's in the it's in, in that fun fanfare category. Yeah, it is. It's so much of an experience, also with food involved. But yeah, where you yes. walk into like just a huge banquet hall and you're like, whoa. Yeah. Okay, cool. It's so much fun. It's like I'm in like an Asian bar mitzvah. This is awesome. (laughs) Yes, yeah. The first, like, I had had it, um, um, you know, at more like sit. I had never done it properly until a few years ago in San Francisco. Um, I think it was a place called like New Asia, and it was just one with like two stories of seating. And it was just packed and incredible. And that was the first time where I was just like, this is what it's all about. Where it was just carts. It was super cheap. The f- Everything I put in my mouth was so delicious. Yeah. Oh, mm, I love dim sum so much. Yeah, that's it's my so dessert. Good. That's my dessert. Okay, so now entree is really hard. Yeah. Because it's like, I think I have to go with pizza. I honestly would not be mad at that at all, especially considering all the other stuff that you're having. Right? Yeah. There's a part of me where it's like, well, it should be a really good steak. But I'm also like, oh, but I kind of, or, fuck, or a banh mi. I really love banh mi's. What about a banh mi pizza? Whoa. (laughs) Actually, 
I know you're saying it jokingly, but a Bonmi pizza sounds like it would be amazing. I think that would be the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. Oh okay, I'm, I'm going to sure. say Bonmi pizza. <laughs> I, I'm sure a California pizza kitchen has one. And, and I bet it's it. so good. Yeah. You know, I bet it's one of those where you're like, I don't know. And then you have and you're like, fuck, they did it. They nailed it. I Every time I've had something from CPK, I always, my expectations are so low. And I have it. I'm like, this is delicious. Their um, frozen pizzas are really good. Really? Yeah. I've never had. Oh, my God. You, you should try. They're like, they're, you know, they're classic frozen pizzas, which I love. But they're yeah. legit very good. Now I'm like, maybe I should just have a frozen pizza for my entree bar. Like, <laughs> just a really good frozen pizza. <laughs> Why not? It brings yeah. all the nostalgia from, oh, you know. Yeah. My mom was is lactose intolerant, and so we would only have frozen, pe- like, Red Barons when she wasn't at home that night, and it was always such a treat. We're like, we get Red Baron! <laughs> and then you realize that she was having an affair, and that's oh, yeah. why she wasn't at home, and now you hate Red Barons. And now pizza. I hate, she was having an affair with a man named Baron. <laughs> That piece of shit. <laughs> um, I'm going to do, yeah, I'll do Bon Me pizza. Awesome. Oh, my God. This is fun. What would, What's yours? And does uh, it fluck, like, mine moves, uh, like. Yeah. Yeah. Mine, mine moves as well. Yeah. Mine moves as well. I think it would be a mix of, of, like, a steakhouse steak with the sides. Yeah. And then, like, you know, some, like, wacky Persian food that, like, that my mom makes that I Yum. love. And then dessert-wise, it would probably be, I like, I honestly like really basic desserts. Like, I love a tiramisu. Oh, yeah. A Can't good, yeah. I'll probably go down with a tiramisu. That's a good one. That's good. Yeah. I Yeah, I rarely crave desserts, but sometimes it is just like, yeah, and it's usually just the simplest ones that I'm like, okay, yeah. I can absolutely destroy this what is the best high-end meal that you've ever had high-end high-end fancy pants fancy pants there was this i shot a commercial in atlanta um a couple of years ago and we went to this place called gun show have you heard about it at all i have it's like a it is that's a great restaurant in atlanta yeah it was so it it was it was the vibe I got, and this was like we talked to like the dude who started it, um, and he, it was essentially almost like an open mic for chefs. So like that night, there were like five or six different chefs trying like uh, trying these new dishes on people at the restaurant, and they would come around dim sum style and like present their dish, and then you would say like, oh yeah, we'll take one or we'll take two. It was awesome. Wow. And the food was incredible. They had this one um, rabbit dish, and I I feel I'd had rabbit at like fancier places, you know, but this one was just unbelievable. Like we kept getting it. We're like, we got it. And it was like smaller you know, smaller servings so that you can just share a bunch. Um, mm. And it was incredible. They had these incredible wings that were like fancy, but we kept getting the, it was really cool. That sounds awesome. Yeah. That's a place that's, I'm going to Atlanta actually next week. I will, I will, I will make it my mission to go. Yes. There. You should go. It was so fun. And yeah, kind yeah. of, kind of that showy, but also the food just, and it was really cool to have the chefs themselves come and explain the dish to you and then you get to choose what you want and how it was really neat it was really that cool sounds very fun yeah I love that. it was it was really cool and then um gilly and i went i i keep thinking like last year but last year was a waste uh like the year before to um major domo and that blew oh, cool. my mind David Chang's restaurant downtown. Yeah, it was yeah. so good. We got, and I was I was talking to her about it right before this. We got this um like spicy lamb dish that was just unlike anything I've eaten before. Whoa! Like it was, was I can't even describe it because it was like I've never felt this in my mouth. It was really awesome. I love that. It was yeah, it was really good, and I I want to go back and do. They have like a huge like 
meet thing where they're like, you need 12 people to do this. I'm like, okay, when we're all safe and ready to go back, we're doing that meat thing. We're Um, doing the the cow leg. It's like a whole leg and ass of a cow. I feel pretty much like we, as we were leaving, we saw that and we're like, oh, that's the thing. Like, we got to do it. It looked awesome. Uh, Those are two that are standing out recently that were just like, this is awesome. Those are great ones. I will go to Gun Show and report back to you. I promise. Yes, please. It's oh, it's so cool. Do you have a best low end meal? Like this could be a street taco. This could be Ooh, you know, just, or it could be a Taco Bell thing. It could be a fast food thing that you're obsessed with. Dude, I mean, I love Taco Bell so much. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'll I'll go on Taco Bell run of um when they had the all chicken shell, the like naked. Uh, I think it was like the naked chicken chalupa or something. So they had a, a chicken shell. Wait, like you're talking about that sandwich they were? No, I'm thinking about the KFC You're thinking thing. KFC. Taco Bell did it, but with like fr- a fried chicken shell. What? <laughs> yeah. Wait, how did this slip my radar? Well, it, it was, it came and went uh, pretty quick and I was upset because, so y- y- it's a taco. So it's a, a chicken shell taco. <laughs> And you get the fixins that are in the regular taco. But then Jess McKenna was like, I highly recommend putting in another taco. Oh, my God. And so we started doing that. And it's one of the best tasting things I've ever had in my life. You are a disgusting human being. I love it. I love it. I I am so gross for Taco Bell. Like, I love Taco Bell so much. I really want to try that. It was incredible. And like people have been like, bring it back. But I don't know if it's going to (laughs) happen. It was just like too much of a fuck you to the chicken. Way too. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how they like it was in the form of a taco shell. Like, I I would love and hate to see how they did that. Yes. Yeah. 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 I feel if I saw it, I would then be like, oh, my heart would just stop. I'm like, you're done. You've peaked. Like, you saw the behind the curtain, like, you cannot continue living knowing There's, there's like, a weird U-shaped mold and then something that just, like, push, pulls the chicken breast and, like, puts it around the mold. Ew, I have a feeling that's probably something like that. <laughs> but oh it was, God. and any, I'll tell, like, I highly recommend substituting uh, black beans for the beef at Taco Bell. Unbelievable. Really? And and really? every dish, it's so good. I mean, I love the proteins there, though. are very fun, like to have the beef and the chicken. I mean, they are very fun. But if you're like, oh, I kind of just try the black beans. They're really good. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I like their hot sauces as well because they're so, like, sugary. They're, <laughs> they're great. so good. We, uh, we have, like, a bag full of them. And I will. I'll just, like... You know, on an egg sandwich, be like, oh, yeah, let's give it a little Taco Bell style. It's so good. <laughs> you just throw in the, the chicken, like, tortilla taco thing inside the egg sandwich. Fuck Dude, it, it would be awesome. It, it would be so good. Better. It's so good. <laughs> I feel like you would throw that in in your death row meal and you would stump the prison and they'd be like, we don't have, we can't make that happen. Big well, well then you, you can't, can't do me, man. <laughs> Oh, that's good to know. That's good to know. When my murder hotel's revealed, that's very good to know. <laughs> now, I know you, like me, you are a booze hound. You love the sauce. Yeah. What is your favorite drunk food? I mean, Taco Bell is uh, is yeah. is pretty much that. But, like, have you recently, this is over the pandemic, um, and I don't think it's now just drunk food, but it's been really fun while I've been drunk. <laughs> Is um have you ever had louders? Louder. Uh, it's in Koreatown, and it's it's like uh, Korean fried chicken, but also like pasta. Like they have a kimchi carbonara and stuff, and it's what? it's wild. But they have this. They have really great wings. It's called louders. Louders, L O U D E R S. And I think before, like they like they never delivered before, and then during uh-huh. the pandemic. Uh, they start to and like and Gilly was like, "You gotta try this," and it's Whoa. such good. They have this chicken sandwich that is unbelievable. Oh wow! I'm looking it up now. The food looks insane. Yeah, it's so good and really great sauces to dunk stuff in. It's it. You should get it. It it. Wow! Really this looks. literally looks like a Korean kid 
came home to his mom hammered and was like, Mom! Yes, yes! Go to town! I mean, this is like the best, like, Korean, like, kind of drunk food I've ever seen in my life. Right? It's yeah, really cool. good. Oh, and they have, like, really good, like, uh, they have, like, the, the rice cakes with sausage sticks that are, yeah. it's really great. Oh, oh yeah, you God. gotta get it. It's really, really good. Amazing. And the okay, leftovers nice. heat up great. And we know that's your forte. You're a reheater. I'm that's such a do. reheater. Yeah, yeah. That's your, that's your cookbook. That's it. That's my cookbook, How to Reheat <laughs> Stuff. <laughs> Do you have a favorite hangover cure? Favorite hangover cure. You know, I always, like, a a big sloppy breakfast burrito is always pretty good. 100%. You know? That's um, probably mine, too. Right? Yeah. It's just so, Kofax. Have you had Kofaxes? Yes. That one. That was That's also fun. a pandemic introduction uh, for me. And it's just like, this is such a good breakfast burrito. Yes. And the thing I like about them, because a lot of breakfast burritos that you get are like literally the size of a log. And you're like, I can't get from one side to the other right. of this. And the ratios are all off with yeah, the tortillas. It's yeah. like not enough tortilla to the insides. And Kofaxes are small. They're small enough where you can get two of them, two or three. Right. And just like they're, they're, they've got the golden ratio of the tortilla to insides. And like the insides are feel evenly distributed because I feel in those huge ones sometimes you're like, I thought there was like sour cream or bacon in here. And then you have to get like three quarters of the way down and be like, there it is. There it is, where it's like, I like it when every bite is like, oh, yeah, there's the tater tots, there's the bacon, there's the eggs, there's the jalapeno. Yes. Oh, yeah. I think a a big sloppy breakfast burrito is just, even if it's homemade, like, I can, I can, I can do an okay um, homemade breakfast burrito. Yeah. That's just good. Oh, mm. Yum. Mm, makes me feel like it makes me wish I were hungover right now. Yes. Oh yeah, me too, man. <laughs> Do you have a favorite celebrity chef or celebrity food personality? Like it could be a host of a show, could be a restaurateur. Um, I love Guy Fieri. Yeah. I love diners, drive-ins, and dives so much. Triple D, baby. Triple D, man. I love it. It's like it's um that and ghost hunters are always on in hotels. And so I have a really just nice yes, memory or feeling for both of those shows because it's usually like when I'm taking a, a break from a cool vacation or something, you yeah. know, and it's just like, yeah. I'm going to just lay on this bed, have the AC pumping and just watch Triple D and maybe some <laughs> ghost adventures. <laughs> I, I love it. And I think I think he is just a funny, nice, goofy guy. He is a funny, nice, goofy guy. And I actually used to hate on him. And then I also found out that he's like, like one of the most generous people. Like he right. will... Like, if there's, like, firefighters fight, fighting a forest fire, he'll, like, just end up there with, like, trucks of food and just start cooking for everyone. Aww. Like, he is, like, he goes to where people need him, and he's kind of quiet about it, which is really amazing. Which is very cool, too. He's not doing it for, like, the press or the publicity. Like, he is, like, genuinely, like, a really good guy. And then once I found that out, it kind of softened me up to him. And then I started watching his show and not hating him. And I was like, actually, this is a really fun show. Because it's just, it's so positive and just so like, yeah. whoa, this is the greatest thing I've ever had at like every restaurant. And it's like, yeah, this it looks good. You're fun. Like all the people are so nice. Oh, I love it so much. It's great. Yeah. It's, it's great. I also, I love like, I mean, I love a bunch of uh, of. Like Gordon Ramsay, I want him to scream at me and call me a donkey so bad. You yeah. fucking donkey! I would laugh so I would just be like, "This is a dream come true, man." <laughs> um, but I I love all, like food Food Network is so fun. Next Food Network star, love yeah. that show. Oh yeah. Oh, it's so good. Can I tell you something that yeah. I think will be public news once this comes out? Are you doing? I'm gonna, it? Have, I'm gonna have my own show on the Food Network. Wait, what? What? Yes. yes. <laughs> it's called Refrigerators. It's coming out on the Food Network and it's going to be awesome. Dan, congrats. That's so fucking awesome. I know. I'm so excited. Thank you. It's what I've wanted to do for my, what whole, a life, fucking my whole career. Dream. <laughs> 
I know. It's awesome. Wait, and, and so what, like, yeah, what do you do? It's like a food competition show it's where it's like three chefs get three mystery fridges and they have to basically, whatever fridge they get, they have like 30 minutes to make brunch out of whatever's in there. It's kind of like, uh, it's like a bootleg Iron Chef. And it's like, great. we're almost making fun of the format of like how serious they take these like food, like competition shows. I cannot wait. I will watch it. I watch all of the, I love food competition shows. Oh my so God. Much. I'm going to have you on as <gasps> one of the guest judges. Would you? Oh my, that would be a dream come true. A hundred percent. Oh my God. I would, I would, oh my God. Woo. That would be yeah, such a dream. That would be very, very fun. Oh, congrats. That's really, I can't, I cannot wait to see it. I thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. I, I, I can't wait either. It's <gasps> insane. It came out of nowhere. Like it just came out of this podcast kind of. And then it was like, it was nuts. It just happened. Oh, my God. That's so great. Oh, yeah. I'm so pumped. Yeah, me too. Dude, what a great, like, yes, what a great idea. Yeah. yeah. So, we'll see how that goes. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for that. Like, that is such a dream. It's the thing yeah. where it's like, I, I like, I'm like, oh, I want to, I would love to host something like that. But it's also, like, I don't have the knowledge. Like, I would, if anything, or like, you know, be a, 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 permanent guest or uh, judge or whatever like where it's like i don't have the knowledge of the food but i can say if it's good or not <laughs> right, <laughs> like, right. <laughs> that's so cool all right let's get back to you though okay. that's not me okay let's get back to you okay you're trapped on a desert island <gasps> i know there's one food that you can have for the rest of your life and you will not tire of it what oh. is that one food okay do i have to pick like a specific pizza <laughs> or Ooh, maybe nachos. Or like, or yeah, do I have to pick a, like, I only get, or can I get different pizzas? You can get different pizzas. <gasps> then pizza! Pizza! <laughs> all the way pizza! <laughs> Absolutely pizza! <laughs> Wait, I think you figured out a way to beat the system. You're just going to be like, yeah, can I have a cinnamon toast crunch uh, in a bowl on top of a pizza, please? <laughs> Yeah, get some nacho pizza. You know, just put nachos on top of pizza. Come on. No, I, I would, I would, I would not do that. I would be able to just do pizza all the way, even if it was like you only get Domino's. A banh mi pizza has to be in there, though. Banh mi pizza is a must, but <laughs> but then we don't have to get wild. It can be the classics, right. like yeah, pizza all the way. I always, I, I always say, like, if I could have any um, superpower, it would just be able to eat whatever I want and not gain any weight. Yeah. Which is kind of selfish, but, like, I should, like, fly or help people, but I'm like, no way, man. I want to eat whatever I want <laughs> and be fine. <laughs> That's your superpower. Oh, my God. I love it. That's great. Are you sure, Betsy? We can give you x-ray vision. Oh, no, no. I just truly, I want to be able to eat whatever I want and, and feel okay. <laughs> not get all right do you want to lose weight no 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 i just want to stay the same i just want to be able to eat whatever i want genie is just looking at you mouth of game yeah like man this bitch had to find my fucking ball genie yeah. you have two more wishes i don't care use up all of them that's what i want that's it that's all i want yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't give a shit i just want to eat whatever i want come on <laughs> Is there a food that you can't stand eating? Um, pineapple is huge. Oh, that's right, pineapple. Okay. Um, I'm sure. What? That's a good one. I don't think anyone's done pineapple yet. Yeah, I think that's like the big. Like, I've tried octopus, and that grossed me out. Mm. But it's also one of those where it's like, well, I feel if it's done really well, I'll keep trying it. You know, like if I go to a fancy restaurant and that's one of the like, if it's like a chef's tasting or whatever. I yeah. will try it, but I will hesitate when it comes. Like if it's if it's at a fancy restaurant, I was like, "That looks like a piece of pineapple." I'm not eating it. Wow, it grosses me out so much. You pineapple? <laughs> yeah, fuck off, pineapple. We don't need you. Even the genie is like, "Are you sure you can use one of these wishes to actually like pineapple?" No, no, no. <laughs> I'll, t I'll use one to get rid of all the pineapples. <laughs> uh. All right, it's time for our last question, <gasps> which is my favorite question, which is what is your restaurant pet peeve? Oh, a restaurant pet peeve. Yeah. What would it be? I've never really, I, um, 
Well, and it's you're such a you're such a, a nice, positive person. I could see you being like. My pet peeve is when I get there late because I feel bad. <laughs> I, I get weirded out when people um, wave down a waiter. Oh, like I if you're sitting at a table with people and they do that? Yeah. Like in, in your party? Yeah. Yes. But there have been times where it's like, oh, this is necessary because right. they have not been helping us whatsoever. But so that's two, yeah. Yeah. That's two very good pet peeves. One is when people at your table are being like annoying to service. Yes. And then another is when service ignores you. Yes. Like there and and uh uh I feel it's a, a pretty big thing in a lot of LA places is just like I don't know if the vibe is like we want you to mingle with your friends where it's like yeah but you haven't stopped by to do anything to help yeah. us. Where it's like we want to order food and and give you money if if you'd like. Honestly, I, I'm with you 100%, and that's why the Koreans have fucking figured it out with the little button that they have at the table. Yes. Which is the 100% every restaurant should do this. They have a button there, and if you need service, you press it, and they're there in a second, and then they just, like, are not there. Like, just, they don't they don't need to be there all the time. Literally just when you need them, and it's great. Right. It's perfect. The first time I had seen that was was in Japan, and I was like, this is so fucking smart. I'm just like, hey, when you're ready, you ring that, you just push the button, and we'll be here whenever you need anything. It rules. It's so good. It's so good. It makes so much sense. Like, literally, everyone restaurant, every restaurant should do it. Right. And there, I yeah. feel like the, the chains, the, like, uh, Chili's and BJ's and stuff, they, they're starting to have those pads where you can just order from there. But they're still, like, it's not as smooth yet it's not as smooth and actually you know i went to a restaurant last night and they had initially i like this idea that there's no menus they just have like the barcode thing and you use your phone to take a picture yes. at, or and then like the you know your website whatever will open up the menu which i kind of like the idea initially but then the reason i hated it is because i'm very anti phones at the table me too and yes. i like to i like to just turn my phone off when i'm sitting down eating with someone and now you have to open it up for drinks. You have right. to open it up for dessert. You have to open it up for, you know? Right. So it kind of takes away that that kind of charm that I that I like of going to restaurants. Right. Because it, it is like, oh, that is a cool idea. But I'm, I'm very much with you, too, of like, oh, if I'm at dinner or something, I try. I do not want to look at my phone, you know? Like, I want to just kind of be like, we're here. Let's do this, yeah. you know. By the way, we're, we're dating ourselves by saying that that's what we like to do. We're old. <laughs> we're so old, dude. Yeah, I just we like just to want, not have it. We just want to connect with each other, you fucking boomers. Yeah, you fucking, come on. <laughs> but yeah, like, uh, yeah, it, it bums me out when ser servers are like, Hey, what are you doing? Like, I yeah. don't, it just, it, it's tough. It's tough. I also don't like the other extreme when they're just like, uh, they come by way too often. Right. And you'll be like having an intense conversation with someone like, and then my mother died. And I was like, hey, how's everything going over here? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, read the room. We, um, a couple of years ago, we went up to. Uh, <laughs> my mom's not dead, by the way. She's going to listen to this and be like, how dare you how say that? How dare I'm you? Mom, you're not dead. Mom. Dan's mom, you're alive. You're uh, alive. We went. We were up at um, Idlewild for a friend's birthday, and we stayed at Hicksville. Have you ever stayed there where it's all the themed cabins? No. It's really cool. Drew, Tyra, and I, we stayed in the Dolly Parton-themed cabin. It rules. And like, Oh, I think I saw Yeah, I think I remember seeing that on Instagram. It, it's so fun. And we went to this Italian place uh, in downtown Idlewild, and there was this band... <laughs> like we have like a bass we have a saxophone and some other instrument and we sit outside it was like october it was wonderful we we're sitting outside and like we're we were of course just a loud group of people laughing having fun and the band <laughs> from far away like their chords stretching out 
come and just surround us for like 30 minutes and like the saxophone guy just blasting like the saxophone right into our ears where we couldn't even talk and of course we were laughing and like cheering them on so hard i'm like yeah great man like it and they were like pulling their like cords to get closer to us and stuff it was oh i have a, i i should i think drew has a video i gotta hit him up about it because we were just crying laughing as that we're trying so to talk funny. and it's just like Bing! like saxophone <laughs> just right there just like okay please send me that video I and i'll will. post it i will post it with the uh the po- with the post for this episode <laughs> i will for sure because i and we started doing a bit of where it's like I'm uh, I'm I'm very sick. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, it was so funny though. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Oh. Betsy, this was so much fun. I love talking to you as always. It's, I've oh. never known about your your food love, so this is exciting to get into it. I love food, man. Let's I know. when we're when we're okay to hang out. We're hanging out and we're going to medieval times and we're going to a bunch of fun restaurants and stuff. I want to get go to that Korean place that you yes. louders or yeah. That place yeah. sounds amazing. Unbelievable. Tell all the people where they can find you. Oh, um, you can find me on Instagram at Betsy Sodaro. And then, yeah, I had, Dan said it, but I have two podcasts. One is called We Love Trash. That's on Patreon where me and Mono just talk about everything trashy because we love trash movies food anything and everything and then another podcast called a funny feeling where me and marcy jaro um we talk to friends about uh paranormal experiences if you have any dan uh spooky and we also read listeners stories it's very much like the vibe is like hanging out by campfire getting scared so i love it yeah. I love it. Well, thank you, Betsy. This is such a delight. Thank and uh, you. we definitely need to oh. have some trash together soon. Oh, my God. Yes, please. I'm going to have to have you reheat some food for me one of these days. I'm good at it. I don't use a microwave, I use a toaster oven. I'm good at it. Whoa. None of that digital. She's analog reheating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Betsy. This episode of Green Eggs and Dan was produced by Andrew Steven and edited by Jordan Aaron. Executive produced by Jeff Umbro and The Podglomerate. You can find more of their podcasts at thepodglomerate.com. The theme music is Beautiful Food by Idan, and the interstitial music is by Breakmaster Cylinder. If you like this show, please tell a friend, share an episode, leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's really important to us, guys. Please do it. If you want more Green Eggs and Dan action, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at StandUpDan. Also, we have a YouTube page where you can actually see me and my guests going through their fridge in addition to other videos. Just type in Green Eggs and Dan in YouTube, like and subscribe please we need a lot of subscribers on that page you will really enjoy it it's a very fun element of the show Pod Glomer, a sonic universe.